Okay, ladies and gentlemen, um, tonight I want to address the issue, a scripture that is often used against women, especially women that teach or preach, and that would be 1 Timothy 2.12, when it says, and I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over man, but to be in silence. So this is an issue for a lot of people. And a lot of religious people use this against us. And I've heard so many people, it is so disgusting sometimes when I mention Joyce Meyer and people are like, oh, well, she shouldn't do that or this or that or blah, blah, blah. Anyway, there are a lot of women pastors out there and there should be women pastors out there. And Joyce Meyer's doing what God called her to do. And she serves a purpose. She can do things and talk about things that men cannot talk about. Period. End of story. And she's doing exactly what God called her to do. So I sat down and I asked God one day, like, what is it? Why why is the scripture even there? And Jesse Duplantis had a comment on it. He taught on it one day. And I thought, well, that helps. That makes me feel better. But it didn't quite answer all my questions or, or, or it didn't quite squelch all of my concerns. Um, and I was like, okay, th- I don't want anyone to be held back. God does not want anyone to be held back. And this scripture, unfortunately, has been used against a lot of people and has stopped a lot of people from fulfilling their purpose and, and um, from using their skills and their gifts and their talents to do what God called them to do. So I was praying one day and I asked God and I said, why? Why is this in there and exactly what does this mean? And he's like, Deborah, read the whole passage. I'm like, what? He's like, put it in context. Read the whole passage. So I went back and I read, because, you know, some scripture, it applies for all times. If you read Ecclesiastics, there's a time for peace, a time for war. There's a time for living, a time for dying, a time for planting, a time for sowing. But some scripture needs to be understood in the context and the time in which it was written. So I went back. God said, put this one in context. So I go back to the beginning of 1 Timothy 1 and read what was going on. This is when the Apostle Paul is talking to Timothy, and Timothy is in Ephesus. I might not be saying that right. Wherever Ephesians was written, it's the country of Ephesus. And it says, and I urged you, this is uh, 1 Timothy 1.3, and I urged you when I went into Macedonia, remain in Ephesus, that you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine, nor give heed to fables and endless genealogies, which cause disputes rather rather than godly edification, which is in faith. Now the purpose of the commandment of the commandment is love from a pure heart, from a good conscience, and from sincere faith, from which some, having strayed, have turned aside to idle talk, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor the things which they affirm. But we know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. Knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless and insubordinate, for the ungodly and for sinners, 
for the unholy and profane, for the murders of fathers and murders of mothers, for manslayers, for fornicators, for sodomites, for kidnappers, for liars, for perjurers, and if there is any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine, according to the glorious gospel of the blessed God, which was committed to my trust. So let's go back and read that again. We know that the law is good if one uses it lawfully. Knowing this, the law was not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless. The law was not made for a righteous person, but for the lawless. Then he goes on to say about women in the church. And I do not permit a woman to teach in silence or to have authority over man, but to be in silence. Why did he say that? because they were teaching bad doctrine. They were teaching false teachings. They were teaching the wrong things. Let's go back to 1 Timothy um, 6. From which some, having strayed, have turned aside to idle talk, desiring to be teachers of the law, understanding neither what they say nor the things which they affirm. So basically, they've gone off track. They're teaching some thing that is contrary to the gospel. (laughs) like some people nowadays that pervert the Bible or religions that don't really follow the Bible as they should. So Paul was trying to nip this in the bud and just said, okay, if you guys are going to teach wrong, just stop teaching. And this really applies to women as well as men and applies to men as well as women. But anyway, if you go back and read this, 1 Timothy 1.9, knowing this, that the law is not made for the righteous person. So when it says that women cannot teach, that does not apply to Joyce Meyer because she's righteous. It does not apply to Kathy Duplantis because she's righteous. It does not apply to Brenda Kuhneman because she's righteous. So ladies, to all of you that have been called, that have gifting and talents to lead, to teach, to preach, whatever it is, if God called you to do something, you do it. You don't let a man get in your way. You don't let a system get in your way. You don't let a religious spirit get in the way. Because the people that fling this scripture, and yeah, unfortunately, well, Satan's good at flinging scriptures too, but so are Christians. Ill-meaning or or even if they mean well, um, using the Bible wrong and taking scriptures out of context is not appropriate. But also, who are we to judge? It is not up to us to judge. So stop making fun of Joyce Meyer. Stop judging people. And everybody, ladies, you are called to do something. You do it. And if your pastor doesn't approve, <laughs> then find another pastor. You can explain it to him, but you don't let him stop. If he doesn't approve, fine. You don't have his approval. Do it anyway, unless you're teaching wrong. But if you know God called you to do it, <clears throat> then that's what you do. I just have to tell you a story one time in, uh, this is 2016. I had gone to a big convention and uh, I was sitting down praying and I had a vision of me speaking at a large convention in front of a bunch of people. And I've had visions many times over of me speaking in front of large crowds. And whether that's for business or about God or whatever, I this, this uh, it's still unfolding. But anyway, I saw this vision of me teaching, preaching, whatever, in front of a very, very large crowd. I was like, okay. And at that time, I was really, 
I had spent like three years in a really good church and a very good uh, firekeeper Bible study thing sponsored by uh, the church in Reading with the School of Supernatural Ministry. Anyway, <clears throat> we were doing this fire starters thing. Anyway, I was just on fire at the, at that time. And um, I had this vision and I went, yeah, God, let's go, let's go. Then I go home and, you know, I got busy with work and this and that and and our church had split, and I went to a new church uh, in Santa Monica. And I'm there, and this pastor is very anointed. He's a very good pastor. He's anointed. He's doing everything right. God has blessed him, given him a free building really close to the ocean. And he just, everything he's done is just gone really, really well. But this was before the pandemic, and, you know, not everybody approves of TV preachers and this and that. And, um, so I'm in church one night, and he's giving a sermon. I don't even remember what he was talking about. But he was talking about something about our visions or our dreams or, or things we want to be or, you know, things where we were imagining us to be. And, and uh, he's just looking right at me, and I'm looking right at him. And he starts talking about TV preachers. And he starts making fun of TV preachers, which, okay, a lot of people make fun of TV preachers. But this is the preacher making fun of TV preachers. So that's a little hypocritical. <laughs> Although now everybody's online because of the COVID thing, but still, um, it, it just was not appropriate for him to do this. But I'm sitting there listening, and he's looking at me, and I'm looking at him. And he's like, yeah, and he's like, some of you, some of you see yourselves speaking in front of large crowds. And some of you see yourselves being on TV and being a big TV preacher. And I'm thinking, well, I didn't see that, but okay. But he's just looking at me and I'm looking at him. And it's like, he, it felt like he was just talking right to me. It's like he had seen my vision and he was talking to me. And he's like, and he starts laughing. He's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, those TV preachers, like, that's not even real. Blah, 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 blah. And he put down TV preachers and this and that. And just said, you know, basically he said that was a silly vision and... And it wasn't something to, to go after. It's like I wasn't going after anything anyway. But it was funny to sit there and hear him describe my vision perfectly and just say that that was ridiculous or not godly or not allowed or whatever. So I was like, okay. I'm just sitting in church just staring at him. He's staring at me. This went on for about two minutes while he's describing this thing. I'm like, all right, he he looked at me at least three or four times, and I knew he was speaking to me, and I'm listening, looking at him, and he's looking at me. It was really interesting. So I'm like, all right, fine, church wrapped up. We have really nice worship at the end. Get my car, and I got about a 45-minute drive home, and it's dark, and I'm sitting in the car waiting for my car to warm up, and I'm like, okay, God, this is interesting. <laughs> Start driving. And I start laughing. I just started laughing. I was like, this is hilarious. Because <laughs> I'm like, thank you, God. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Like This pastor, in his absolute ignorance, because I don't know what else to call it, but in his ignorance, he just confirmed my vision. And I'm like, thank you, God. He might think it's funny, but I didn't think it was funny. And I was like, instead of having it crush me, or instead of having it, you know, Turn, turn me back. I was just like, ah, okay, cool. He confirmed my vision. Thank you, Mr. Ignorant Pastor. <laughs> so then I got sidetracked by life. <coughs> but now I've come back to that. So 
It's just really interesting, guys. But the reason why I bring this up is when you're really strong in the Lord, when you really know what your vision is, when you really know you were meant to do something, don't ever let another human being get in your way. No one can talk you out of your dreams. No one can talk you out of your vision. The only person that ever has the right to do that is you. And you should never do that. With or without God. Well, actually, you need to get God because the enemy is always going to try and talk you out of it. But get God, guys. Get God and stay close. And when he gives you a vision, it doesn't happen overnight. Sometimes it takes years. It just takes years. We're not there yet. But he gives you an idea of where you're going. And you might not know all the detail. And some of us, we can't even handle where we're going to be five or ten years from now. So sometimes he just gives us our next step. But ladies and gentlemen... It's time to get out there. It's time to get out there. Whatever your gift is, your talents, your purpose, pull them all together. And if you can't, if you have no clue, you at least should know your next steps. Some of you, you have you have gifts and talents. Okay, gifts, gifts are given and can be taken away. Talents cannot. Your talents, you should be developing. And maybe it's time to take your talents to the next level. Or maybe it's time to take your talents to the next market or the next marketplace, or the next area in your life, or take it to another level, or to another region. And God wants you to expand. We are always, always expanding. So it's time to do that, ladies and gentlemen. And ladies, don't ever let someone hold you back. And gentlemen, the same goes for you. If your wife doesn't support you or doesn't get your vision, well, hopefully you should support each other. If not, you kind of got to work on something there. But even if they can't agree or 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 think your vision's far-fetched, it's your vision. You need to go forward step by step by step without getting into a disagreement. But, you know, if it's going to cost a lot of money and stuff, you and your wife need to agree on how much you're going to invest in the new business or whether you should buy the next property or this or that or whatever it is you're working on or whatever God has you doing. But um, um, so you can't, you know, you don't get to go spend a quarter of a million dollars without, without talking to the spouse unless you've got 20 million in a bank and no one's going to notice but, um, you know, it's good to have your spouse on board. But sometimes the people closest to you are not going to understand your vision or your dream. And it's your job to step out anyway. In good timing, in good timing when ready. Because there's a preparation time and there's an action time. But ladies and gentlemen, we are at the point in time where it's time for us all to take action. It's time for us all to take action. We cannot sit on the sidelines. We need to be involved in every area of our country. We need to make the most of our talents. We need to get out and share them with people. We need to help other people do the same. And we need to take our country back. We're going to build up our lives. We're going to make our lives better. We're going to make everybody around us, their lives better. But we are taking our country back. But it starts with us. But you guys, if you want your best life ever, if you want heaven on earth, it starts now. And it starts with action. Well, no, it starts with getting aligned with God and understanding his will and developing yourself and get, getting it out there. There's no such thing as a perfect time. It's time to get out there, guys. But, but, get out there. Just get out there. It's your vision. It's your dream. Time to step forward. Go, go, go. That is the word of the year. Go, go, go. Okay. That's it, guys. Have a great evening. God bless you all.